All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both of the brothers in arms. We have Connor, we have Avery. How we doing, boys? Yeah! You told me to get hype, so I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm ready. I'm ready to record. Connor, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Don't know I'm as hype as Avery. (laughs) Woo! Number 24. Your boy, 24. I was getting hype like you were at the hockey game. Oh, I was very confused. Okay, oh, so how could you forget him? We did <laughs> the I the the I can't deal with this podcast. Did go to a hockey game over this past week. We went to a Charlotte Checkers game. Um, I thought that it was very fun. Um, I have a new bromance number twenty four. Carmen Ca- Carmen Trashoski. Yeah. So- um, if you're listening to this man, Shout I, out. I messaged you. You didn't message me back, but it's fine. You probably had bigger people, bigger fish to fry. Um, but yeah, like scoring two goals to win the game. But you know, I, dog, don't talk about my man like that. He did have two open looks, but he did not score. But it happens to the best of us. Even Wayne Gretzky missed. Even Wayne Gretzky missed. Let me ask you a question, Avery. Yeah. I asked Connor the same question. We're pl- going to play a, a this or that game. Right now? All right? This or that. This dice breaker for today. Okay. 500 squirrels or one lion? Who's winning? One lion. No shot. He is bodying all those squirrels. No shot. He is. Bro, 500 bro, squirrels? Do you realize how strong do, a lion do is? Do you know how many 500 well, squirrels are? Number one, squirrels aren't meat eaters, so they have no reason to want to fight the lion. Okay, we're talking about carnivalistic meat eaters. Oh, I'm taking Squirts. the I'm taking the lion because I think the lion's no fa- fast. He could just stomp him. He could stomp like ten in one step. If he runs really fast and just swipes a lot, easy win. All right, how many owls could you fit in a dryer? Owls. Owls. Who? <laughs> in our dryer, probably like ten. I said fifteen, and he said no shot. He they're, said like they're bigger than you think. He said three if they're alive. They're about the size of like a pineapple. Yeah, but. I could fit like fifteen the, pineapples in our dryer. Well, I mean, like, but with their wings out. Okay, we're not. We're talking about just, dead. Just, oh, we're dead. talking about dead owls. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they dead? Who killed them? Did you kill? We them? did in the sake oh, of science. Oh no, no. Um, if let's keep dead. let's keep this up. <laughs> give me give me a this or that. Uh, you versus thirty eighth graders. Dude, 38th graders, no shot. I'm telling you what, if you put me in a room with 35-year-olds, I don't know. Now, if you give me a bat, metal bat, obviously, we're we're teeing off on them hoes. But if if we're going 30 vicious 5-year-olds versus me, I got no weapons, no shot do I win that. All right. Oh, I gotta think of a good one. All right, us on. three versus Mike Tyson. No shot. Us three. I think, I I think we could take him. See, no I th- I think that always in his numbers. Prime, no okay, chance. in his in prime, prime, he's maybe biting not. biting my ears off. <laughs> that dude would. I'm gonna be honest. No, the problem he with would the, hit me in the face. And I'm not getting back see the problem. Up. The problem is is that one of us is gonna have to sacrifice. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's gonna have to be the one that sacrifices, <laughs> and Connor just gets knocked the hell out while me and Avery I'll get his legs. I'll jump on his back and put him in a stranglehold. Oh man! All right, I got a good one. Even okay. when you guys are still hitting him, he'd still be hitting me, and I'm like, "Wow!" This this is a played out joke I've been making, but I. You versus Deshaun Watson's allegations. Deshaun Watson's? Because it's, it's so deep that we're at a standstill a year later, and we haven't even heard what happened. So, All right. No, no. I got a good one. I got a good one. All right. Real, real question. Real question. Three WWE wrestlers oh. versus one UFC wrestler. Because uh, WWE wrestlers have the athleticism. They might not have the well, actual combat sport. They can fight for real if they wanted. Three grown think, men versus one I grown think, man train. I think three grown men take I See, but I think that, that... They're so freaking yoked. I think that WWE, it's not just like three average Joes. Like, they have to at least pretend yeah. like they know what they're so doing. So, like, John Cena... Randy Orton and, and like and The Rock versus, versus like, like Conor Brock McGregor Lesnar. or like Conor McGregor or let's say John Bones Jones yeah since he'd be in their weight class yeah too, technically uh, I'm taking those three because they're yoked I think The Rock could one piece one of them I think he would just eat all the hits yeah I mean, when you said The Rock that's <laughs> I'm sure The Rock can fight I love The Rock I know this is technically sports related but I like watching old WWE clips of his like. Antics. His promos? Yeah, his antics. There was one where this woman was like asking him like she's like, Why did you intrude in the middle of the of the match? And he just goes, What is I? Because <laughs> and holds it for like a minute. <laughs> well it Dude, the rock. I don't know if you go really if you go far back enough, the rock and sock connection with him and McFoley geeks me out every time because Mick, you know the the rocks like it doesn't matter what, what you, you say think. or think or yeah. what your name is or something like that. Yeah. Well, Mick Foley asked him a question and Rock did, answered it back. And Mick Foley, he's in the mankind gimmick at this point, mm-hmm. and he's like, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> and like, you just hear the crowd go ecstatic because like that the Rock used that so many times, mm-hmm. but his. Promos back in the day were, the best. were crazy. Did you uh do you see that video I sent you of when Batista and John Cena like went off script? I don't think I so did. They went off script. Like John Cena was supposed to oh, win yeah. the match. No, and it was then, Batista was supposed to win the match. Oh, and then John Cena won it or whatever because yeah. they they like lost their balance and fell out the ring and they don't know what they're doing. And then they get back in the ring and one set of refs is lifting Batista's hands for him winning. The other's lifting John Cena's. John McMahon comes or Vince McMahon comes out pissed as hell. And then when he jumps in the ring, <laughs> the Rock? No, no, Vince McMahon because he was he, pissed because the he, match didn't go the way it was supposed yeah. to. He tore both his quads. <laughs> he tore both his quads. It's like in, in real life. Like we're talking like in so real Vince life. Vince McMahon was like, I'm no, gonna go put on a it, show. So jumps up. Like, he was like coming a, out to fix it. No, he he's exactly right. So Batista was supposed to hold on to the Royal Rumble, um, and then John Cena was supposed to topple over, <laughs> but somehow like. Just because John Cena's 270 pounds. They both fell out. Both fell out. Both hit the ground. And both, like the referees, like leaned into it because they were like, well, we got to try to get it somehow. And so the SmackDown people are raising John Cena's hands because he was at SmackDown at this point. Batista, the The Raw uh, raw referees were raising Batista's hand. And And then Vince McMahon. You know the meme of him like, yeah, it's this. Yeah, He comes out pissed, like actually pissed, not in character. And he comes out and he jumps in the ring. 
and obliterates both his quads. And, and he's so just he just sitting, has to sit there. He's just sitting there mad as hell because of the match. Plus he tore his quads. And he's just and sitting there like yelling at him. From no, the- if you if you look at the video, I'll you show can to you see later. him just like just like try to get up and then he, like both like his knees just give when he, out. When he slid in, he like stumbled for a minute and just so like sat down. So you're telling me this man is is in this I don't I don't watch like wrestling like yeah. y'all. This man has blown, probably needs like medical attention. Like, well, this was like imme- two thousand four. Like, yeah, like, this was like old. medical attention. Yeah. like immediately. Like, Batista had hair. I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure. I think anyone- he had to be like stretchered out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like sl- imagine you're just in the crowd I and love Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon has to get stretchered out. <laughs> I love Vince it's like, McMahon. Vince, you didn't do anything. I think- it's like when those. It's like when those defensive players get hype and they jump up and then like rupture. Oh, and, and dude, those are the worst. And you're like, dude, dang. Vince McMahon is one of the best ever. Just funniest people on unintentionally. No, the worst is like when kickers like celebrate and they like jump up on one leg like, and then they like tear their ACL. Mm-hmm. You're getting down. Over. Yeah, yeah. That's why TJ celebration scares me because he kicks. I'm like, dude, you gonna do something? Yeah. No, I feel that. Oh man. Shout out Vince McMahon. Shout out to Vince McMahon. You know he still like lives in the gym. Yeah, and he's like seventy. If, if you want to be on the podcast, hey, yeah, shout, shout out, out to Vince. Bring bring John Cena. We wouldn't be able to see him, but bring him, bro. Peacemaker looks fire. Have you seen the Have you seen the new Suicide Squad? Mm-mm. Uh, we, we need, need to, to watch, watch it that. one night. But um, apparently, John Cena has a new like TV show where he's one of the characters in Suicide Squad named Peacemaker. Yeah, I know. And he's like, apparently, it's really good. But I don't know why. But I, John Cena was on the Pat McAfee show, and I got so hype. Like, mm-hmm. just like John Cena seems like a lovable guy. He seems like a really like down to earth guy, even though like. He was the main person for WWE. Everybody for like loves 10, John Cena. 15 years. Everybody loved John Cena. And just like I love how Pat McAfee is like getting the rec- recognition that he deserves. So we're gonna see how it goes, but I'm excited for it. Imagine if like him being on the show was like promo for Pat and him like fighting or something. Dude, that'd be. Could wild. you imagine Pat and John? <laughs> Bro. Pat was nice on, in WWE. I remember watching that match he was in when it was like his crew versus the other crew. And yeah. Like he jumped off, the, <laughs> yeah. jumped off the thing and about broke his back. No, there were like... So he said he that wasn't did, planned. So he did the War Games match, which yeah. we saw. Um, but he also was in a like... He was also in just a regular match with Adam Cole, yeah. which is arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he put up a fight. Like, it mm-hmm. looked like he was really about to win. Now, obviously, he lost. But it looked like like he was doing stuff that, like, no beginner should be able to do. Yeah. Like, to put <laughs> it in perspective, he jumped on to the top of the three turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, six, that's like five feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And so, he pretty much had to just still go from here... Like go to the from from feet on the ground mm-hmm. to the top, yeah. not like climbing them. Like yeah. it was arguably one of the most impressive things he, I've ever hey, seen. You know, it's like he says, sneaky athletic. He is sneaky athletic, and his quads, the quad father, he still got him. He, dude, his his legs are yoked. I bet yoked he, he probably from years of kicking. Oh, for sure. But he just he he's 
like gone on the show multiple I, times I did, and just said that like the funniest thing my bad is after the match when he had his neck brace on for like a few days because he was actually injured <laughs> yeah yeah for sure all right, so talking about the NFL, um, we do have to talk, give a little bit of rundown of the week that was Wild Card Weekend. Oh. Um, so we had a variety of different games. Kaylee is not on the podcast, and so we'll kind of go through each game. Um, we had the Bengals beat the Raiders. Um, do you think – I mean, I know we're kind of going ahead a little bit, and I want to hear your conference predictions in just a little while, but do you think that the Bengals are going to make a run? Like mm. – do you think they could beat the Titans this upcoming week? I, yes. I think they can, but I don't think they will. I, I don't think they will either. My money's on the Bengals. Oh. I'm going with the Titans just because I think Derrick Henry coming back, I think that that's going to be huge. He's Plus, fresh. The Bengals lost two of their best inside linemen. I mean, not only that, yes. I mean, Larry Ogunjogi, sh- shout out UNC to legend. The UNC legend. U- UNC Charlotte UNC legend. UNC Charlotte legend. Oh, um, and then I can't remember who the other one is. Uh, Trey Hendrickson. Yeah, I heard that he's a beast. But I think that it's one of those things where, like, the Raiders should not have been in that game. Mm. But yet, I don't know whether it was the Bengals playing down to the Raiders or the Raiders kind of having a sneaky good comeback at the end. But it seemed like watching the game, the Raiders were just – or the Bengals were dominating the Raiders. But somehow, some way. They only lost 26 to no, 19. I watched it. Uh, the Bengals kind of just got stagnant, like, in the third and fourth yeah. quarter. Like, they weren't scoring. And the Raiders also were getting the ball back, but not scoring. But I don't I don't think that that can happen no. against the Titans. No, like, they're gonna just you're, you're going to have, you. have Derrick Henry back. You're going to have A.J. Brown, who's supposed to be fully healthy. You're supposed to have Julio Jones, who is fully healthy. And so, those weapons alone is going to have – and Ryan Tannehill, now I wouldn't say that he's a top five, maybe even a top ten quarterback, but he's a serviceable quarterback who can go for some yards yeah. easy. Um, but I think that also it's one of those things where the defense for the like for the Titans is no slouches either. Like I wouldn't say that they're the cream of the crop, but I think that they're probably top five, if not top five, top ten. Defense the in the NFL, uh, Titans. Oh, um, but I, like, I think I think quietly. they're gonna. I think they're quietly going to handle business against the Bengals. But I think that it could be close. I think that the Bengals do still have that offensive firepower. You still yeah. got Jamar Chase. You still got T Higgins. You still got uh, C J Uzma, yeah. who's coming out of nowhere. He had, I think, a touchdown or two yet He's last been there week for like eight years. Yeah. He was like Tyler Eifert's backup. Yeah. Um, you still got Joe Mixon, so and and Sig spoken Joey B. Joe Shice. Joe Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Joe Burrow. I hate that he's in our division. I think that the, the Bengals will pull it out. I mean, they've shown that they can go toe to toe. Um I think that part of the game plan yesterday was like, all right, can they score a lot of points? Yes, we've seen it happen. Um I think also like they are a young. They're a relatively young team. Joe, Joey, um, uh, Joey B. You got Jamar Chase on there. T. Higgins. Um, it's not like you've seen a lot of Joe Mixon in the playoffs, but I think they're a good team now. Fun fact about Larry Ogunjobi: He came back to Charlotte, um, and my friend had gets a jersey from all of the Charlotte players who 
uh, go to the draft, and he actually got it signed. So oh, that's, that's cool. actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah, because you said UNC, and usually when I know I'm talking about UNCC, but UNC yeah. Charlotte. But, so, um, I think I think the Bengals can win it. I mean, we've seen that Joey Burrow, Joey B, is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, yeah, Derrick Henry being back is great, but he is back off an injury. And, and don't make it seem like Joe Mixon isn't like, I mean, yeah, maybe not like you know, not the king level, but Joe Mixon can get it done. And, and Julio Jones and AJ Brown haven't exactly I been. Mean, no, I Derek agree. Henry could have came back like three weeks ago. They've well, just been I, I don't know. I, I think that it's one of those things where this is kind of like I, – I know that – I don't know how y'all feel about him, but I feel like Derrick Henry's one of those where his 50% is better than most people's 90%. Yeah. Uh, or Dude, better I, than 90% of people. I th- Sorry. No, you're I good. Say, I just think the Titans are just going to do what they do with him. They're going to control the ball control the time of possession, milk the clock, and make force you to score on explosive plays because yeah. they can answer back with A.J. Brown and other – like Julio is, I think, the healthiest he's been all season now. Yeah, and, I mean, you don't have to worry about – Derrick Henry doesn't have all the pressure because yeah. he doesn't have to run it 50 times a game. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's never going to run it 50 times a game. with experience. Who can now take now you've got some of his backups who are kind of stepping up now. So, I think it's going to be interesting it, to see. It's going to um, be probably – not the best game of the weekend, but it should be one of the better ones. I don't know. I actually think that this is one of the maybe. Like nobody it could talks be about one the Titans. I could. I will say that I think it could be one of the better games. Mm-hmm. But this is out of all three matchups that we're gonna or uh, all four matchups that we're gonna see this weekend. I feel like this is the least talked about yeah. out of all of them. I think I want to give the Titans an edge just because Vrabel is a better coach. Yeah, for sure. That's. I think it's gonna come down to that. So, talking also about the A, also in the AFC, um, we had the Bills that beat the Patriots, routed the Patriots yeah. forty-seven to seventeen. Dog walked them. Uh, Dawson Knox had two touchdowns. I think Josh Allen game. had five touchdowns. Devin Singletary had two touchdowns. They just dog walked the Patriots. Um, they had the first perfect game in playoffs. Yeah, first perf- perfect game. No field goals. No punts. No nothing. Um, no turnovers, no nothing like that. Oh, so I feel bad for the Patriots. But I, that, I think that, that, that it's a beat down. I mean, it was embarrassing for the Patriots, but also like, I think that I, I heard some on the Pat McAfee show the other day where like we, we saw Mac Jones kind of fizzle out. Um, and he we hoped that it wall. would like kind of turn around with the playoffs, but it really didn't. And I think that he didn't have the, the weapons around him that he would need to yeah. hey. kind of pick him up. That interception Micah Hyde had, if he didn't make the unbelievable play, Ch- changes the game. That was a freaking throw. Yeah, because that was perfect. And this dude like came and dove and caught it over his shoulder. To you know who it. I do wish that Forty Nine ers still had Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, slot receiver. Uh, he slot receiver for Patriots. He's had two. He had two touchdowns last week. Yeah, and I think he's had like. I wish y'all still had Marquise Goodwin. I liked him. I, I don't know. Speedster. I don't think that he was that great, though. He's just a good speedster. Yeah, he was a good speedster. That you want to talk about emotional when he lost his when he lost son. his child, and then the next day he scored a touchdown, and you can see him just collapse yeah. in the end zone and look up to the sky, mm-hmm. and just it looks like he's praying and just weeping. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just like number one, that's my team, but also no, like everyone. it's just so emotional and powerful. Yeah. 
um, that number one, I don't think that you should even be Play. at the game. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think that you should be playing. But not only that, but you're like scoring a touchdown on a sixty-yard bomb. Like, that's yeah. just insane to me. But the ba- the Bills beat the Patriots. Also in the AFC, we did see the Chiefs beat oh. the Steelers, um, forty-two to twenty-one. It's okay. Um, T.J. Watt had a really good fumble recovery for a touchdown at the very beginning of the game. But it just it just uh, switched, flipped, and next thing you know, Travis Kelsey's getting a throwing touchdown, yeah. getting like two receiving touchdowns. I think uh, something Pringle had two touchdowns. Um, no, Tyreek had one. Pringle had one. The lineman scored. Travis Kelsey threw one. Where do we put Travis Kelsey in all-time tight ends? I, you might have to start putting him top five yeah, he's, if he's, he's not already. He's top five now. Um, cause my man's legit. Like, mm-hmm. who is your number one? Mine is, is gr- like Gronk. Top, top number one tight end. Mine's Gronk. is Gronk. Is Gronk it? I, I go Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, then Shannon Sharp. I think that Gronk is the pinnacle of dominance. I think that Tony Gonzalez is the pinnacle of consistency. And so, like, if you're going the best in their prime, or Antonio then, Gates is up there too i think antonio gates is like yes he's great and i honestly think that it's one of those things where we were talking about it with like big ben and philip rivers and eli um with just like they're surrounded by so many great like Mm -hmm. players during their time period but i think that when you look at antonio gates who is overshadowed by gronk by Tony Gonzalez for most of his career. Mm-hmm. Yes, he might be a top four. He might be number four tight end of all time. So he's like, but he's never. He's always an afterthought to Gronk or to he's Tony like Gonzalez. The Eli Manning to Ben and Phil and Drew. I don't know if I would say that he's. I think that this could be a hot take, but I think that Philip might be that afterthought. I know that Philip yeah, arguably only, was the only one who didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think that like Philip yeah, might be the one of the most talented out of them, um, but he's always going to be seen as that afterthought because he never won Ben either. has what two Super Bowls? Two, yeah. Um, Eli has, has two. two. Philip never got to a Super Bowl. Um, now Philip's top five, and I think uh, pass yards. I think he's top five in touchdowns. Him and Ben but, are like neck and neck. Yeah, interchangeable. Yeah, I, I think that I don't know. It's it's one of those things where. All three of those guys, you can't really go wrong because each yeah. one had their own strengths and their own weaknesses, for that matter. Um, but we do have the Chiefs going against the Bills in the divisional matchup. Um, I think that this is going to be the best game, and I think that this is going to be a game where you're going to see the strengths of both teams carry out. Yeah. Josh Allen's going to go off. Um, I think that he could have three, four – uh, touchdowns, but I think that you're also going to see that spark hit. I I personally think, and this could be a foreshadowing, but I think that the Bills are going to get out about 21, 24 nothing, um, and then the Chiefs are going to hit a switch, and they're going to get it back close. I think that the Bills will win, um, but I think that it's going to be arguably the best game of the weekend. Um, but might, I want to hear might, what y'all what it, y'all think about it. It might be better than the Super Bowl. I think that this is whoever wins this is my pick for the AFC. Yeah. Period. I'm taking Buffalo. You're taking Buffalo as well? I think their offense can go blow for blow, but I think 
their defense is stronger. I think it's going to be it's going to be close, but I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills revenge game. They yeah. want to get past the Chiefs. That's what stopped them last year. Like Stephon Diggs standing on the on the the thing when they're celebrating. Yeah, they're all celebrating, and it's just <clears throat> Stephon's just staring at them. Like we were this close, and McDermott had to like go talk to him to like get him off the field. Like I I I do hope that the Bills win it. I mean, I think it'd be really good to see like because if like. Let's say that the Chiefs win and then the Tampa Bay wins and we have a rematch. It's like that's great. It's a rematch, care. but I would like to see a new team in there and, and and get some new talent. So I will choose the Bills. No, I feel that I I think the Bills are going to be legit too, just because I think this is going to be the first time that the Chiefs are going to have to worry about. They uh, lost to uh, the they lost to the Bills in the regular season. Well, yeah, but I think that this is going to be the first time in a while that they're going to be versing a team that has one of the top offenses in the NFL. I mean, mm-hmm. no offense to your Steelers, but Bro, the Steelers no, are okay. not the cream of the crop in terms of offenses. Bro, we now, were, their defense is great. but They were the worst offense in the league. Yeah, so I, I think that the Bills' offense and what they bring to the table, I mean, Josh Allen threw for five touchdowns. Um, Stephon Diggs is a superstar. Gabriel Davis is a superstar. Devin Singletary has arguably had a Pro Bowl season in Dawson my mind. Dawson Knox is not a bad da- Dawson Knox is, is playing Isaiah out of his McKenzie. mind. Who you say? Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie. Emmanuel so. Sanders. Cole Beasley. The anti-vax king. Like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. You're it's, not wrong. It's going to be interesting because, like, you said it, but I'll, I'll reiterate it. I think whoever wins this. Could possibly win the Super Bowl, but I think will definitely go to the Super Bowl and beat if hey, it's the Bengals or the Titans. Do you know Cole Beasley made a diss track to COVID? Because he raps. He made a COVID diss track. No, I did not know that. That'll be something I'll have to look up tonight. That, yeah, I'm going to go on a rabbit hole. I'm serious. <laughs> he really I, did. I believe you. That's so, why I'm concerned. Also in the NFC, we had my 49ers. Beat the Cowboys twenty three to seventeen. Yes, sir. Do you uh, think the refs did a good job with spotting the ball? The yeah, they did the right thing. I, I think that, like, my opinion is you they you weren't getting those shot off anyway. Like they messed up. They, I they think that it's fun. more on the Cowboys and Dak than it is on. Why the are you ref. running a quarterback? And run. it's one of those things where, like, as Dak, and I know that he's young and inexperienced, but you got to know that you the ref has to touch the ball yeah. before you can spike yeah. it. And so, I mean, I've heard Dan Orlovsky say it. I've heard of many people say it, but it's like you gotta you gotta take that ball, run it to the ref, mm-hmm. make sure everybody gets out of the way it's, of the ref. It's a lot of moving pieces, and it is a lot of moving pieces. He, but also, it's one of those things where I get that you wanted to fight for every yard, but Dak, if you went down five yards earlier, you would have had more than enough time mm-hmm. to spike that thing off. Um, and so, it's one of those things where you. Like I said, there are growing pains, and it's not like we're talking about Tom Brady, who's 45 years old. Dak Prescott is only about 26, 27. Um, And so he is still a young-ish quarterback, but it's one of those things where I just don't get it. I mean, for anybody, just FYI, I have the hiccups. No, you're good. I I have to stop a little bit, but it was – it was wild, but I think that kind of looking looking forward a little bit, um, the 49ers are going against the Packers. Um, the Packers, 
the 49ers have been the Packers kryptonite in the past, mm. especially in the playoffs. Um, I think that the last time we played them was in the NFC Championship game two years ago, and that's where we had like 230 yards rushing before contact or something like that. So I think it's going to be interesting to see, but if I'm being realistic and I want the 49ers to win, and I think that the 49ers possibly could win, but I think it all boils down to Nick Bosa. Um, Nick Bosa and Fred Warner were were injured. Yeah. I know Fred Warner's kind of come out and he said that he's going to be ready, and he he had a, like a rolled his ankle or he's whatever. A, he has it is. a low ankle sprain. Um, but Nick Bosa, if he's concussed, you're talking about the leader, arguably with Fred Warner, the leader of that defense, a uh, guy who had 15 and a half sacks this year. Um, without him, it's going to be tough. Um, Especially with a lot of these guys the on the Packers, where back. yeah, a lot of them are coming back. Whereas in years past, a lot of people were getting injured like prior to the playoffs and weren't going to be in. Whereas now they got to the number one seed without David Bakhtiari, without uh, Jair Alexander, without um, Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith, and so those guys coming back, it's going to be scary. And especially like you got a Raj who's possibly on the backs of his second like back-to-back MVP. So we're going to see what happens. I think that it's going to be a good game, but if I'm being realistic, I don't want – I don't want my 49ers to lose, and if my 49ers win, great. I really hope that they do. But if I'm being realistic, I think that the Packers are going to take it. I think that this is going to – personally, I think that this is the best shot that the Packers have of getting to a Super Bowl – because, like, last year they were one less interception away from making it to the Super Bowl, and if they would have made it, more than Didn't likely they picked, they, they picked Brady off like three times that game. They, they picked Brady off three times, and Aaron Rodgers, if he wouldn't have got picked off in the fourth quarter, they would have marched down the – because they were marching. Yeah. They would have won it, and then they would have went on to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Beat the Chiefs? I think Play they the would have – I think they would have beat the oh. Chiefs just like the the Bucks did. Yeah. I think that the San Francisco 49ers are the absolute kryptonite to the Packers. Um, I'll be honest. I do think that this is the best chance that Aaron Rodgers has, but I think that Kyle Shanahan has the absolute brain power to figure this out. And, um, I don't know if the Packers are going to be able to stop the run game like they are and controlling the clock and Debo Samuel. and I mean, Jimmy G is not the best. We'll have to see. I want you guys to know. I, I saw this. I think one of you actually posted it, or I might have just saw it on CBS Sports. 2013, Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, I sent it to you. Oh, you did? It was me. Uh, Washington Redskins. On their staff, they had Matt, Lafle- Matt, Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Uh, Sean McVay McVay and Kyle Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. That's so insane to me. And they didn't get past the first round. They went three and thirteen that year. They went three and thirteen that year. It was like I thought that that was the year that RG three actually brought them to the playoffs. Like was the year? It was the year he tore his ACL. It was was like they were all like they weren't all they weren't offensive coordinators. They were all like passing or tight end. Sean McVay was a tight end coach, and Matt Lafleur was a quarterbacks quarterbacks coach. coach. And I think that Kyle Shanahan was OC. OC. Yeah, and then uh. What's the other Gruden's brother name? John. It's not uh, John. The John. 
Uh, Jay Gruden. Yeah, Jay was the head coach. The Panthers are uh, trying to uh, interview Jay Gruden, and I'm like, don't, don't do that. Oh, no. Like, don't touch that. That's, don't, don't touch it. That's worse than Matt Rule. Yeah. No, that is not good. But what, what you said he- was pretty much exactly what I thought on the whole 49ers Packers thing. Like you said, everything I was thinking. Pa- but who you got? Packers. I think the Packers. Will also, over- shout out, shout outs to Connor. Uh, Connor, uh, we, we I listened back to the po- podcast. You got every single wild card prediction right. I told you, I'm pretty smart. Um, we, me and Jacob both. I picked the missed Raiders. the Eagles. He said the Steelers. And both of us said the Raiders. I said the Steelers just I had to yeah, I we get it. pick against them. Um, also, in the <laughs> NFC, we do have the Rams who beat the Cardinals 34-11. Um, to didn't 11. beat. They destroyed. Yeah, they did destroy them. They didn't destroy like the Bills, but. OBJ, back. back. Baby. Um, and then you also have the Bucks who beat the Eagles 31-15. to 15. Um, yeah, I think Mike Evans. Did you hear about? Have you listened to the Bat McAfee show recently? Yeah, where they talk about his parlay that was yeah, Scotty, Scotty Miller, Miller was needed half, half a yard. yard. He's like, he clearly ran nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, in order for you to get it, um, Pat McAfee had a parlay. Oh, you're you're there. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Oh no, this is my bad. Different you're talking about Garinger. Um, so Pat McAfee had a parlay, and in this parlay, it was a four leg parlay. Rob Gronkowski had to have a touchdown. Mike Evans had to have a touchdown. Check. I think Rob Gronkowski have to, had to have like 70 yards or something like it was that. like 50. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And then Check. Scotty Miller had to have more than eight and a half yards. Yeah, this was like a like – a, of course he'll get eight and a half because he's like a, not a vital piece, but he'll definitely get like eight and a half yeah. to make sure that like FanDuel agrees with the – Agrees with the parlay. Yeah, and, but uh, like 69,000 people, like 69,100 like bet money in this parlay. Yeah, and, and Mike Evans, first quarter, get, gets a touchdown. Everything was Rob good Gronkowski, by the first quarter. Yeah, I think it was half or oh, something like that. Um, I think Gronk got a touchdown in the second quarter. Um, and so in – I think it was either late first quarter or early second quarter. Scotty Miller gets a reception for eight yards, and where it's clearly nine yards if you look back over it. But it's one of those things where it was clearly nine yards, but they spotted it as eight. And Fat McAfee's like, "Oh, it, I, he needed he needed one more yard." one catch yeah. for one yard for the rest of the game, and they didn't throw it to him a single time after that. Threw it to Giovanni Bernard. They threw it to Giovanni Bernard. Scotty Miller had a nine-yard rush mm-hmm. as well as he as well as well he had a fumble reco- or a forced fumble, yeah. which has now become controversial because I'll let you oh, yeah, explain it. Um, the Bruce Arians thing, it's not really that controversial to us, but media is running with it. Where Bruce Arians came and hit, I think it was the backup safety. He just slapped him in the helmet, and like the Bucks find him fifty k because I guess uh, it it looked kind of aggressive, but also like they had just recovered a fumble. Yeah, and so nobody it, knows if he was like getting in his ass for like trying to get a like stopping a penalty. Like don't do some stupid stuff like that and smacking him or just hyping I don't know. him up. It looked like he was hype. I mean, yeah, it more than likely. You're Just not going to hit – like, even if he didn't do something, like, as smart – like, super smart, mm-hmm. if 
you recover a fumble, more than likely you're going to be pretty excited about yeah. it. Yeah. And so you're probably – and people slap each other in the head. Man, the uh, amount of offensive linemen that I've seen head like headbutting people is CT central. I think the – that doesn't exist in football. Um, I think that the reason sure, why CT. that this was was not a thing was uh, there is just because it was on national television and it it looked kind of weird, and I think that like yeah the Bucks might have fined uh, Bruce Arians fifty thousand. It's like hey we're gonna fine him. I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Arians has a fifty thousand dollar bonus check at the end of the right, year. He, he's already appealing it. He's like this is dumb. Like yeah, yeah I'm a football I would say coach, the same bro. thing. Like. They say worse things to do worse things at practice. Like, are we going to start micro-analyzing every little thing? Like, getting hype and shoving your yeah. player like, let's freaking go. Like, I, I think that, I don't know. Everyone's I, soft. If Scotty Miller came out was just like, yeah, he slapped me and called me like. Well, it wasn't uh, Scotty. Well, not Scotty. Who was the one who got slapped? Something Abrams. Yeah. Um, it was like a backup safety. If if maybe the reason why he was mad was because he wasn't supposed to be out there in that play. Yeah. I could, I could. That's the only thing I can think of. Of like, you weren't supposed to be out there that play. Like, thankfully we got the ball, but like, I think he was stopping like a taunting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I do think though that this is either or. I think it's a non-story. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> just I'm just trying to think of the best way to explain this. I think that this is going to set a weird precedent in the NFL where. We already have players complaining they can't always feel like themselves. So, like, if I take away – you've already taken away the taunting after defensive play. You try taking away touchdown celebrations. If I got to watch a lifeless body of dudes sitting in a bench because they can't do anything exciting, I will be pissed. Bro, I think they're going to change the taunting rule next year like they do with most yeah, rules that that's, piss everyone off. It's like – Getting hype after something isn't a- after this year. I want all the listeners to know. I don't bet usually on sports, but you should probably start betting. But I say I've done a pretty good job. He has actually done. A I'll pretty see good the belt. Job. I need. I need the belt. Oh yeah, I do have oh, the yeah. belt upstairs. Yeah, Connor won lock, lock of, the of the week, so yeah. he has the championship. So let's see if I'm going to get all the rest of these. So I got Bengals. I got Bills. Forty Niners. And I'm taking. And Tampa. now we have the Bucks versus oh, Rams. I will take Rams actually. So yeah, Rams. I mean, I'm taking Tampa. I st- what I said last week of I think that still the Bucks are going to be injured. I think that the one thing that sh- showed true and yes, you can never count out Tom. Um, and so me picking against Tom is probably stupid, but. One thing is that the Bucks have running for him is just superior coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Bruce Arians is Hall of a Fame. Hall of Fame coach by himself. Um, you have the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator who are getting like Byron pretty Lefkowitz. much poached to be head coaches in the National Football League. Uh, Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles. Todd, Todd Bowles, yeah. Um, and so I think that they have superior coaching, but I think that what I said last week, and it might not be true for the Eagles because they're still a very young team, but I think that the Rams have been around the block. And Sean so McVay with the is Rams. a genius. Um, and so I think that Matthew Stafford played really well this week. OBJ played really well this week. Um, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Exists. Had a, Tyler Higby. Yeah, Tyler Higby. Um, Their defense is 
Yeah. I mean, I that's mean, nasty. The defense, you have Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, who's making And I plays. think that Tampa Bay's O-line is injured. And I love Tom, and I know how absolutely lightning fast he can release the ball. Okay. That's I the thought you were going to say how fast, how fast he, he is. And I no. was like, dog, are we looking at the no, same like, guy? <laughs> I think it was I think it was a really famous clip where it was one of the Bosa, Joey Bosa on the uh, Chargers was just like, He's just like, I need you to stop getting the – like, he's basically blowing through the dude he's supposed to – Don't throw it so fast, Tom. Yeah, he's just like, what am I supposed to do? So, like, I think that the the Rams do not have to rush that many up front, but they also have a secondary they can rely on. Because you're down A.B., you're down Chris Godwin, you got Jalen Ramsey. You got Scott Miller. Yeah, so I, I think that Mike – I mean, Mike Evans, I think, had two touchdowns. So, if you take out Mike, Mike Evans, Evans, if you – Jalen Ramsey absorbs Mike Evans and just follows him the entire game, then it's going to be Gronk, Gronk no, and Ronald Jones who's, and Scotty Miller. Who's still nasty. No, don't get me wrong. But Gronk is Cooper legit. Cup, OBJ, and that defense is great. But also, Gronk isn't a spring chicken anymore. No. Like, he's not 26 years I, I old think that and if, this, the most dominant tight end we've ever seen. Yes. Tom, I think greatest football player of all time, greatest quarterback easily. I think that it will come down to coaching. If Bruce Arians can scheme, because the reason why the Rams lost that Super Bowl is because they were out-schemed by Belichick. And I don't think Sean McVay is going to make that mistake again. He's going to make sure he has all of his I's and well, T's. He, he also doesn't have Jared Goff anymore. So Yeah, so <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I, know, I do think – I will say that this is the matchup I'm most iffy on because I do think that the 49ers are going to walk in into to the Arrowhead – not Arrowhead, but Green Lambeau. Bay Stadium. Lambeau. Lambeau and just go like, Elijah Mitchell, run this ball. And I then just over and over and say over. Say what you will about the 49ers. Them finding talent – at the running back position, it's a, is mind boggling. Kyle Shanahan, I think, is probably from what I've seen, best coach for running backs. Period. Elijah, Across the board, Elijah Mitchell. What round? I think he was a sixth was rounder like, last year, he right? Was fourth, right? Six. 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 Oh. Raheem Moster, the he running was, back for, he was before un, him, undrafted. Undrafted. That's just insane to me that. He can just think, find guys. Apparently, it's the blocking scheme. The running backs say, like, when you run for Kyle, you have a hole, and you're able to get through I it. mean, yes, we do have a good offensive line, but, like, Crazy. yes, I might be able to get two <laughs> yards every time under a blocking scheme, but, like, at a certain point, they got to – like Raheem Mostert yeah, had the highest, was the fastest dude in the NFL last year. Yeah, above Tyreek Hill, above anybody else. And Elijah Mitchell had, I think, had 990 yards rushing this year. And he was yeah. injured like three of the games. Yeah, he, he was yeah. injured, he was like, and he was right behind Naj for. Yeah, I think he was rookies. number five or number six. Yeah, um, but absolutely insane. So, Mister Mister Bet, right here. Give me your conference champion predictions and give so now everything is pretty much set in stone now. So there's no changing of the schedules and in so, the brackets and stuff like that. So, right, so who is your conference champions and who is your Super Bowl champions? All right. So is it just me? Because then we got to do the the draft after this. Um, I want I want to hear everybody's uh, takes, but 
I will choose, like I said, 49ers over Packers, Rams over Bucks. Rams will beat 49ers. So Rams will represent the NFC. Okay. I think Rams the, in the Super Bowl. The Bills will beat the Chiefs. The Bengals will beat the Titans. And I think that the Bills will almost lose to the Bengals because the Bengals will be riding high as hell. I think the Bengals are winning the, the AFC Championship. No, no I said, said they will almost. Said, oh, I say like the Bills are still going to win. Bills versus Rams in the Super Bowl. I think that, to be honest, I think that the Bills, Bengals, if I believe what I believe, the Bills beat the Chiefs and the Bengals beat the Titans, the Bills-Bengals game will be like awesome to watch. Because I think that's two high-powered offenses. Who do you have Bills, winning Bills, the Bills. Super Bowl? I will say the Bills will beat the Rams, and I will say that it will be like by, by a field goal. Okay, so Avery, I move to you. I'm gonna put like who a is your conference? Parlay. You you can go through all the okay conference beating because yeah, I have to like. But uh, who do you have winning oh. each conference, and who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Bills and. Uh, the Bills and Packers, and I got the Packers winning. I actually have the exact same. Yeah. I have the Bills Bills coming out of the AFC. I think the Packers, this is their year um, to come out of the NFC. I think that the Packers do beat the Bills. I think that it's a good game, but I think that in the end, the Packers are just too stout, and I think that Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl and is itching to get back to another one. And I think yeah. that he, in the end, him being 36, been around the block, coming off the backs of a back-to-back possible MVP season. Um, I want him to win so he can leave Green Bay and come to yeah. Pittsburgh. I don't think he'll win again with Green Bay. I, I think he could. Also, Kaylee did want me to mention this on the show. Her Super Bowl prediction is she has the Bills versus the 49ers. She did not give me who was winning the bit. The big one, but she has the Bills 49ers in the Super Bowl. The only reason I don't pick the 49ers to beat the Packers or go past this round is because Jimmy G has at least five what-the-freak throws a game where he, like, gets the overthrowsies. Well, I think that also one thing that concerned me is, yes, Nick Bosa was out. Yes, Fred Warner was out. But, like, the National Football League, you need to – if you get a lead – you need to put your ne- foot on their neck and stomp harder. Put them out. Like I want to see, I want to see Bills forty-seven to seventeen type numbers. Yeah, like, like do not stop. Yeah, because like I think the biggest problem I was you got is that it was like seventeen. I think it was like seventeen nothing or something like that for the 49ers. and then slowly but surely we see them creep back into yeah. the game, and it was like a. I think we were up by 16 going into the fourth quarter or something like that, maybe even less touchdown. than that. And then they scored a touchdown. Then they scored another touchdown. And then they scored a field goal. And next thing you know, we're up by six. And it's like, yeah. how the hell did this happen? And honestly, Dak was it should have never possibly – Dak was possibly one play away from winning the I game. I think they beat you this year off of a expiring clock – Fourth, like down throw think, to the feet, to the end zone to win beat you this year. I mean, it was they were at like the twenty or like I, I think with him going five yards past what he probably should have done, he got to like the seventeen or fifteen. Yeah. So it's not guaranteed that he could have got that but fifteen much or better chance yards, than a fifty. But yard. definitely more I mean, than a hail mary. That's what Mike McCarthy said. He's well, like, would you rather take? Time, 
a Hail Mary or four goes from the 20. Yeah, but, but I, also your out routes had been working so many times. You were just chipping off yards, chipping off yards, chipping off yards. And so you take four, you take four seconds off the clock, go 10 yards, out route. 10 yards, 10, 10 seconds or um, 10 yards. Thing. Same thing, same thing, same thing. Next thing you know, you're still at the 10, 15-yard line, and now you have, number one, you don't have to worry about the clock running because you've been out of bounds. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where – I also feel that the Cowboys should have went for a touchdown instead of a field goal. Your fourth fourth quarter, you need these points. I mean, if they don't get the touchdown, then it's not a game anymore. No, I, I'm with you. I could see what you're saying, but I think the biggest thing is you want to try to cut down on possessions as much as you can, and that made a three-possession game a two-possession game. Or actually, like, yeah, no, it made a three-possession game a two-possession game. And, like, yes, a touchdown could have made it even closer than that, but – You could have gone for a field goal. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the math would have worked out, but I, I know what you mean. You got the – All right, so – you go ahead and tell them what's going on. So I think that we usually do these drafts, and I always find them a lot of fun. A so I got a quick flip here. Oh. So I'm going to have Avery and Miller, or Avery and Jacob, as yep. I call them Miller in school. They're going to each choose – well, I will choose for them potentially a division to draft a team. So one – A conference. A, a conference. You will get the NFC, one will get the AFC, and you can use those four teams each. That are still in the divisional round. Still in, in the game – Build a team. The best team to represent. So let's say that both teams suffer catastrophic injuries. Only these people remain healthy and ready to go. What to team would this? win? And then maybe we can put it on the on the on the pod, on the Instagram. So okay. I think there has to be one caveat. And the only caveat is and I'm I'm saying this for both of us. Whoever we get, we have to use each of the four teams at least once. Yeah. Yes. So you have yeah, one QB. You will. I put the QB a little too big. QB. You have one running back because we only have four teams. I don't want as many. You have one wide receiver, one tight end. Why can't we do two running backs? There's four teams. Oh, hold on. You will have a flex position. You will have an O line and a D line and a kicker. Does that make sense? We can get rid okay. of the kicker. We'll put an extra wide receiver. You want a wide receiver and extra running back spot. Just do like a normal fantasy. Okay. Just do fl- just do two flex. Just do two flexes. All right. So, here. Here's my phone. Just well, flip a coin. So, it's quarterback, running back, receiver, receiver. Um one receiver, one running back. So, no, it's one running back, one receiver, one tight end, two flexes. So, okay. you can and then a so, kicker and a defense. No, offense. Just offense, defense. defense, no kicker. No kicker. Offensive line. Offensive line. That's oh. what I meant. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, choose the whole offense. Just pick the Bengals. Okay. All right. You call it, Avery. Uh, tails. For what? What do you want? NFC or AFC? Tails for AFC. I got heads. I got NFC. So. Oh, it worked out. I mean, it worked out because I yeah. wanted NFC anyways. All right. So, we'll just. I mean, technically, I, it I doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. Yeah. Do you want to just do them all at one time? Yeah, you I first. say we just do them all at one time. You yeah, go first. I'm not going to talk during this because I'm going to rate them in the end. Okay. You go um, first. I'm going with my quarterback. I'm going to – yeah, for the NFC. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Goat himself. i got to go with Tom Brady here. 
Um, 5,000 yard season. He led the league in touchdowns. Um, I know that he might not be the most I wasn't expecting flashy that. pick, um, but I think that he should win the MVP in my personal opinion. I agree. And if we're talking about playoffs, if we're talking about a playoff team, it starts and stops with Tom Brady. All right. Um, if we're going with running backs, um, I am actually going to go with <laughs> 49ers, Packers, Bucks, Rams. Cam Akers? Um, These have to be healthy right now. They Aaron, have to be healthy. Aaron Jones. Uh, Don't listen to me. Giovanni you Bernard. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cam Akers here. Um, I think that Elijah Mitchell had a close run at it, but I'm going with Cam Akers here. Um, I'm go. I got Mr. Triple Crown himself. I got Cooper Cup as my. My wide receiver. Wide receiver one. Um, my wide receiver one. George Kittle, second best uh, tight end in the game as my wide receiver from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, yeah, from tight end, yes. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going with Devontae um, as one of my flexes. Devontae Adams. Um, Debo, Mr. Hybrid himself. Say, you have to put him. Um, and Man so, filled two positions with one player. Offensive line, my 49ers. Yeah, Trent Williams. Um, defense. And then I'm going to go with the Rams defense. That's actually a pretty stacked team. Um, I could I could have said the Packers just because I think with Zendari Smith coming back and um, and with Jair Alexander coming back, yeah, they might be uh, equitable. But I think that – Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald – even Von if, Miller, who's even if they making did, plays. Even if they didn't even have Von Miller. So, my team right now is for my – go ahead. Tom go. Brady, Cam Akers, first running back, Cooper Cup, George Kittle, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuels, 49ers, Rams. So, Avery, you are up. You can. You don't have to go in order of QB. You can, like, bump around if you want. It's not like there's a. I see it. an order. Okay, so uh, quarterback, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Wow, um, okay. I like it. I mean, tomato, tomato, I feel with them too. Yeah. Um, it's, I want you to know, I think that six out of the eight teams in the divisional round have top five quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. Like, I like Mahomes, but I think Josh Allen's better this year. Um, running back, Derrick Henry. Uh, going to write King. We all know what that is. My wide receiver one. Uh, Stephon Diggs. What happened? I, I need a tight end. Tight end. Oh, Kelsey. I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, I was about to say. What like, are we doing? Yes. Yeah, so, well, I'm trying to read this. Uh, my flex, uh, Jamar Chase. I used every team now, right? No, and then my other flex, uh, AJ Brown. You t- you have used the Bills. You've, you've, you've used, used the, the Bengals. You have used, used the Chiefs, Chiefs, and you've used the Texans. You had K- Titans, but yes, so. you you have used all four okay, teams I just even before sure. okay. your who, who did you just say? I well, my first flex was Jamar. Yeah, that, yeah you got to make that, sure that, that, that Jamar Chase is your Bengals player. There's so you, two flexes, right? There's yes. two flexes. Yeah, so you don't have to choose someone else off of the. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Actually, I'll go Tyreek. Instead of AJ. Uh, so, O-line. I'm going to go the Chiefs offensive line. I think with Creed Humphrey, 
They're one of the best offensive lines this year. Uh, D-line. I would have said the Bengals if Trey and Hendrickson didn't get hurt. This is defense in general. This is oh, all, defense? the whole defense. Oh, uh, Bills. I think there's only one option here. All right, so we have Allen, Derrick Henry, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Chiefs, and Bills. I don't know. That's actually a pretty – this is actually pretty tough. Um, I thought about A.J. Brown. I will have to give the nod to Tom over Allen out of for experience. I think that's – we can accept it. Are you going to vote on each I'm one? just going to oh, check off each one who cool. gets the most checks. I'm going to say Derrick Henry, of course, over Cam Akers. I'm going to have to give the wide receiver first one to Cup just because he's done more this yeah. year. I love Stephon Diggs. I'm going to have to say Travis Kelsey's definitely going to win over Kittle. I'm going to say Devontae Adams beats Chase in the flex. I will say Hill beats – ooh, I'm going to – Hill versus who? Debo. Debo. That's actually – If you we're talking about this year, I think Debo's had a better season. But if you're talking about just – Player, play. play based on player itself, then maybe Tyreek. You, you pick what you want. Yeah, I'm gonna say as of right now that's equal, um, because oh. that's actually too tough right now to, to decide. I'm gonna go O line for 49ers are better than the Chiefs, and I'm gonna have to say that the Rams defense is better than the Bills. He wins by one. But I'm gonna say that Hill is better than Debo Samuel. So I will have I to give win. it to Miller. I do think what saved him was the fact that. The best defense and the best, best O-line were in his division. Now, if you had said, like, Tampa's not exactly – you don't really have a defense that I look at and I go, like, dang, that's a defensive team. Well, I tell you what, if you still had Devin White and you still had, like, that defense that they had last year and healthy, mm-hmm. they – I mean, they're going to yeah. be up there. Also, the Bills' defense lost um, – Tredavious White. Yeah, Tredavious White, which was a pretty Even good – Even without him, bro. Yeah, but you st- – but if they had him, they I've could never, just take away receiver. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never gonna say. It's like saying like, oh, you, you still got all these players. You don't need Keekly. Yeah. You don't need this defensive players. Like I always want defensive. But this was fun. I like this. But I actually did enjoy that. That was fun. You got and it, it wasn't even like a it was sort of a mini debate with Jake. Plus, um, well, I liked it right. because it wasn't like we were competing for players. It was just like we have the teams. We got to try to get the best versions and of I our teams, but we didn't have to, like, complete. worry about, like, oh, he's going to take my pick because I then, have – Then what I all, think we, what we can do next week is we choose divisions next – like, next time we do. So, like, you'll choose the AFC East versus the NFC South. And then and, make our own teams and yeah, see which one's better. Four That's actually really smart. Yeah, because like then you could go, like – well, I mean, like – I mean, technically, we could do the same thing with conference – like, yeah. conference championship yeah. – contender teams next week yeah. and we could wait for that the the divisions we could wait for that till like the off season yeah because then i think that'd be cool because you know it's because yeah. i always felt like we were always doing the same players so i'm like well let's let's limit it's a way the way to renovate it so last little bit um i do want to i mean i want to talk about the nba a little bit but the last little bit for the nfl um i want to get your mvp uh, i want to get your awards we've talked about tom brady and aaron Rodgers a little bit um for the mvp but i do want to i i do want to ask we got some awards that are we didn't do this last week just because of the sake of time but I do want to ask you, who is your MVP? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I think he wins it over Aaron because it's career bests for him, and he leads the league in every stat. Yeah. And 
maybe if Aaron didn't have the mystery COVID thing going on, he'd probably have more favoritism towards it. But Yeah, I, and I think I'm going with Tom, too. I think that the biggest thing is, yes, Tom, like Aaron Rodgers is the greatest in efficiency. I mean, he has like – I think he has like – 40 touchdowns or 39 touchdowns and like four interceptions, which that is the pinnacle of efficiency right there. But I think one of the biggest problems is he's like number nine or 10 in passing yards. And I think that that's going to be one of his biggest downfalls. Yeah. Um, whereas like Tom Brady, you have the most touchdowns, not only that, but you also have the most yards. Um, and so you're essentially on, you're close to having a, a quarterback player. triple th- crown right there. So I'm going with Tom as my MVP. Um, do you I want think, to elaborate a little bit on why you chose Tom, Tom Connor? I used hit the nail on the head. He has all the he has the most yards, most touchdowns. I think that Aaron Rodgers will win it though. I think because they did some poll recently, and and Aaron Rodgers led it, and they're like these are the same people who vote for MVP. So I'm uh, I'm thinking that Aaron Rodgers will walk away with it this year, um, but I gotta go for Tom. I mean. Anytime a quarterback has the most yards and most touchdowns, unless they have an absurd amount of interceptions, I feel like you just got to give it to them. And, I mean, we talk about Drew Brees all the time of, like, having a 5,000-yard season. But, like, Tom had, like, 5,360 yards. And, like, yes, you could say it's because of the 17-game season or whatever it is. But, like, but even if you condense that down – to 16 games, you would have to more take than likely it's still games. over 5,000 yeah. yards. So that in itself is incredibly I'll impressive. Find out right now, actually. So who do you have as your offensive player of the year? Um, I think that it's mainly between Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. It's Cooper Cup. I think that we we <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's a debate. I, I think that anybody we, who gets a triple crown and is four receptions and seventeen yards away from, from breaking not only breaking records. not only breaking one record, not only breaking the Michael Thomas record, but also bre- breaking the Calvin Johnson that, single season record. I think record. that when it comes down to running backs, wide receivers, we have a wide receiver bias. I mean, I probably always think that because Michael Thomas won the offensive player of the year while McCaffrey didn't and I think that I think that people look at wide receivers as more of a skill player than a running back because running backs are like just run the ball down the field while Cooper Cup's got to go out here and do all these different things in yards Tom Brady was 10 yards away with the last game from 5,000 huh I did the stats to see if he got 5,000 before 17 weeks he was ten yards short. Oh, I was like, game. I was Sorry. like, I know for a fact he got five thousand yards. So like, so like, in game sixteen, he was four thousand nine hundred ninety yards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but still, that yeah, no, it's, it's impressive. an impressive point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I do wish that Jonathan Taylor gets the credit he deserves, but I think Cooper Cup's going to win. I actually feel like our awards are going to be pretty much the same. Defensive Player of the Year, TJ. TJ. Yeah. I mean, the only if person he doesn't get it this year, I will drive. I don't know who it could be. The only person I can think of. I mean, Micah, Micah no. Hyde, or Mi- Micah Parsons, no. maybe. Um, the, you could possibly give it to. You the, could possibly the other, give it to the all time sack record. The you other person they were talking about was Miles Garrett, but he like disappeared the last month. Yeah, I, I think that the only people that you could possibly even put in that conversation is Micah Parsons, just because he did everything. Yeah, him and Nick Bosa and Aaron Donald. Oh, I was gonna go with. I mean, yes, Trayvon Diggs is not the best corner, no. but he has eleven. He has, no uh, I way. think, twelve interceptions. I don't think he has a I'm, shot. I'm letting you know he has like that, the like, most yards on him, bro. He no, made, he I made agree first with team. You. He made first team All Pro, and his man got cooked. All, no, I all agree game. with you. I'm just saying that, like, one of the biggest stats in the NFL is interceptions. Yeah. And when you yeah, have true. twelve, and the next guy has like 
eight or seven. Like, yeah, I know they look at that stuff, but I, I still think him being all. No, I agree. It's, like, it's like when James Winston was like, "I threw for thirty touchdowns." He's like, "You also threw for thirty interceptions." Yeah. So I it's like, hey, Diggs, so Diggs being an all pro is a joke to me. Yeah, personally. All right, offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah, baby, you got I mean, it. You could possibly give it to Mac. I mean, that's Mac, the only person that I could put if in Mac that conversation. Had won his first playoff game. I think yes. not only that, but I think that if Mac Jones hadn't fallen off a cliff in the last month, um, I think that he would have been all right. But Jamar, whereas Mac Jones fell off a cliff in the last month, Jamar, that's where you saw Jamar Chase have 266 yards. Yeah. Like what was the game he was? In that was like 60 points in fantasy. Who was he? Playing? He was playing the. It was, it was the second to last week of the season. Browns yeah, it was some, or some Ravens. Poor, some or? poor team had had Jamar Chase just. Like, I want to say it was the Raiders, but I can't remember it was why. It's the Chiefs. I think oh, it was. It might have been. It was just like it was like hold my hand. We can start running he, he, ball. Jamar Chase is going sixty-six yards and three touchdowns. Just defensive rookie of the year, Michael. Michael Parsons. Yeah, yeah. I can now, see this is where you could give it to Diggs under the idea of but he's the, not, not a, a rookie. He's not a rookie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, that's this mistake. is where we start to get into that. I think we're all going to have a different one. Walter Payton, one. man of the <laughs> coach of the year, Mike Tomlin. I'm just kidding. Um, he might very well deserve it. And he might get votes, but he won't win. I'm it. going Bengals coach. Zach Taylor. Him or Mike Rabel. Mike Rabel losing his star players and keeping the team together and somehow that. losing to the Jets and the Jaguars, but still making it to the playoffs. Absolute, absolute monster. But I got to go with Zach Taylor. I can't think of who I would give it to because I don't want to have the same answer. I was going to say Zach Taylor, too. Matt LaFleur, nah. I think, is the only other option. Green um, Bay being great. Sean McVay. Ooh, I could see it. I, I Cooper Cup. No, and all personally, that. personally, I think Zach Taylor will get it from bringing the Bengals from I mean, last place to first. They didn't have the ability to send a text message the last time I mean, they won a I'm playoff game. I'm going to be honest with you. Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, yeah. I, I could see it. I mean, we're like, don't get me wrong. Yes, it might be slightly of a homer pick, and I'm usually not the homer pick of this podcast. Um, yeah, but... Either. Um, but it is one of those things where we start, we got off to a really slow start and the fact that we're in the playoffs, not only in the playoffs, but the the second round of the playoffs, like that in itself speaks volumes to Kyle Shanahan. I don't know whether y'all remember, but like week four, week five, people were calling for Kyle Shanahan's head. Like that they wanted him gone. Kyle Shanahan is, I'd say top. Hey, he's got Zach Taylor. I got Zach Taylor. I was, and I'll go Vrabes because they had like 80 people on their – different yeah. people on their roster, and they've yeah. got the first seed. So, yeah. I'll go Vrabel. I'll, I'll go with Shanahan. If I'm actually like putting my ball in the in the court of who I think it is, I think it should be Zach Taylor. Um, and it's one of those things where I know this might be a hot take, but if we're talking about actual best coach of the year, I know it might not be – I was going to go Bruce Arians, but I think that, like like I, we talked about, Brian Lefwich, uh, Todd Bowles, like that whole coaching organization Brilliant. are the best coaches. Yeah. Now, they were started out at the top, and they ended up the two or three seed, um, but I think that it's still You also insane. had a lot of injuries. I mean, even if A.B. left, you had Debo Samuel still healthy. That's still an electric – not Debo Samuel, but uh, – Chris Godwin on the Tampa Bay. I was so confused for a second. Yeah, Debo Samuels just got (laughs) traded. Uh, I will say, can I be a homer for a second? Mike Tomlin does deserve an award for getting Big Ben to the playoffs, though. Hey, for real. 
because they were terrible. Dude, made the playoffs in a re- in a rebuild year with a farewell Ooh. tour at the same time. Mike Tomlin, Hall hey. of Fame, guaranteed after this. I blame the Colts for last week. You and Di- you, had, uh, you had one job. You had to. You could have beat the Jags and saved us that embarrassment. Instead, Ben had to go away throwing checkdowns. Why didn't we kneel, boys? That would have been worse. Oh, I would have rather the Colts. Terrible. I would have rather the Colts just won. But go ahead. That's wild. Shout out. So, talking a little bit about the NBA, Carl. we haven't talked about the NBA in a little while. Um, Hornets. We're, we'll talk about Hornets Woo! in a second, but. JoJo went for 50 last night. Yeah, um, really? Yeah, he had 50. Um, Joel Embiid, right? He went, yes. He had 50 against the Magic. Um, where do you have... Joel Embiid's always weird to me because, like, you never put him at number one. Like, he's never the best player in the world. But where do you put him in, like, the top players of the world? Maybe top it, 10. Top 10, I'm going number five. Everyone says Jokic is better than him because he has more skills. But I think his past, the Jokic, also Jokic plays way more games yeah. than Joel. Like Joel Embiid's like the ideal center. He can play, he can, he's he can, the, defense, he's like the, the old school smash loud, smash mouth, like yeah. bruiser will body you down and dunk over. Also, he can thing. shoot too, which is good for today's NBA, and he can kind of handle the ball. Because I'm going to be honest with you, if I'm if we're going top five, shit, I might. <laughs> I, I went so long without cursing on this podcast. Um, I'm going Steph, in no particular order. Steph, KD, Giannis, Joel Embiid. That's my nuts. Fair. Like I probably put, I, I don't I know who put, else I could. I could put over him. Dame. I put Luca. No. I put Luca above him. Maybe Luca. Maybe. I but I don't think Dame's it. I don't think Trey Young's it this season. I don't, I, yeah, right now I don't think there's anyone. Else. I, I could see Joel Embiid. I can make the argument Joel Embiid's top five. I could see it. Yeah, I think he's criminally. You know who's not top five? Ben Simmons. Russell Westbrook. That garbage. Is he washed? Is Russ washed? Dude, yes, Russ is washed. They call him Ru- Russ, Russ Brick. Bro. No, I know. I'm, like, speaking rhetorically. <laughs> oh. I thought you were asking a question. I was like, no, no, no. Bitch, have you not been watching the game? Oh, no, like, I yeah. know he's washed, and I hate it because he used to be so dominant and explosive. And I, I, now this dude's hitting the backboard on every shot. I don't know. I think that, like, yes, it could be a bigger issue, but I'm not, like, sell everything yet. Just the Lakers, because I think that, like. The Lakers got too cute. And bro, I'm telling you, no, I didn't trade him to trade him to the Kings. Get Buddy Hield in return. That gets you a shooter. The 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 Pelic or uh, the Kings get um, he Buddy Hield plays for the Kings or the Pelicans. He's on the Kings. Um, the Kings get a veteran leader who I can think. lead them. Um, that young team. I think it's a win win for both well, sides. I'm hearing the Lakers are trying to just. Coach all the Pacers players, like Miles Turner and Sabonis and Karis Levert. Well, Sabonis wants out. Bring him Charlotte. Trade. Actually, I want Miles no, Turner. No, we Charlotte. need Miles Turner in yeah. Charlotte. Trade Anthony Davis. So, be, so sheesh. That's that'd be a hefty trade. Just, uh, they just paid him. I think yeah. that Anthony Davis is not the future that the L.A. Lakers wanted. Get somebody else. Bro, so, Buddy, Buddy Hill's 29. Yeah. I mean, he's been out of Oklahoma for a while. came in the while. NBA when he was 26? No. He, he's he been in the NBA since, like, 
I do remember 2016. though. Like he was in the NBA for like five years. How's Kyrie? Is Kyrie still? Is he still out with injuries? Kyrie's back. back. He Kyrie, only plays in away games. So yeah, Kyrie is in this precarious situation. We can play away games he, because of the New York. They don't have. They don't allow uh, like people who aren't vaxxed to, to play, play basketball, and so even though there's no on court transmission. Yeah, because that he can only play like. Away games. He did have a good game either the last night or two nights he had ago. Thirty last night. I, I thirty and six. I think. Yeah. Last yeah. Night. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, talking about your Hornets, your Hornets have won six of the last seven. Now they're five games above five hundred. You know what their loss was to? The, the Magic. Ooh. <laughs> so fun fact that I learned about the Hornets today. In the league, the Hornets are number two in points per game. Behind the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the better defensive teams, too. Statistically. But, but I also looked. They are also second in the most points given up per game. That, oh, well, for some reason I heard their defense so was they like give good. So they score 114.6 points per game. But allow a bunch. They give up 114.2 points per game. <laughs> Woo! They're young. That's probably why. Yeah. I mean, and – they need a center. I think they. Oh that's God. the thing. Is trade so for Joel. Every everybody has like who I was. The Hornets haven't. There's had a somebody good. on the tip of my tongue. There's a team that always needs like that. Oh, it was the Angels that we were looking at today. The Angels are always like they need a bullpen. They need pitching, and they're always good on everything else, but they can't do pitching. And I feel like that's the same thing with the Hornets with the center. They haven't you had a big man. You look at Cody Zeller. You looked at Al. Mason Plumley. Remember Big Al? Yeah, Al Horford. Not Al Horford. Uh, Al Al Jefferson. Don't yeah. don't don't sleep on yeah. Al Jefferson. Old school. Al Jefferson was was a baller back in the day, but. You get, dude. Left-handed big man. Bro, trade Terry away. I, and I know that we love Terry. And I know Terry is that dude. And we should have kept Devontae Graham. Shout-outs because he's balling for the Pelicans. But we should have traded him away and got Miles Turner. Because if you get Miles Turner with LaMelo, with Gordon Hayward, who's with, having a resurgent season. With P.J. Washington. With P.J. Washington. With Miles Bridges, who is arguably, hot take. He's very good. The number one, like, he's, dunker in the NBA, in game at least. He's averaging like 26 a game, too. He's averaging 26 a game? He's averaging 20, 20 like something. up, Not 26, but he's up there. He's doing very good. My dad told me that, so... Shout out. Shout out. He like watches like Washington. Yeah. Not becoming a superstar but the predicted. Pro- but the problem is is that like pay that child support. We can't <laughs> I need him to turn up. We don't have the size. Mm. And so when the Joel Embiid's come to town, when the Giannis is they drop fifty on us. When Joker the Joker comes to town, that's when we when they that's when they drop fifty of the one fourteen by yeah. themselves. Dude. It's true. Every Hornets game I went to when they had Kimba, Kimba had to score like 70 because Anthony Davis was dropping yeah. 40. But I don't know. I, I think it's going to so be interesting to get see. Get Ben Simmons. Dude. Right now. So, no. re- realistically, the Hornets haven't had a good big man since Alonzo Mourning. Yeah. Can you name one? No. The best one that I can name Other is than, Al Jefferson. Yeah, but I was like two years and he was old. Yeah. Is Cody Zeller 
rotation center that started for like eight years. No. <laughs> I like Mason Plumlee, you know but who, you know who we should you know who should we trade for? Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> Bust, biggest bust, dude. One of the biggest. Bust. I remember when they drafted him. I was so pissed. I was like, "What are we doing?" I mean, I won't take any. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, I was. I don't know whether I could have predicted that, yeah. like, Frank Kaminsky, who is this god at Wisconsin, takes down the undefeated Kentucky team yeah. along with uh, Sam Decker, the Wisconsin. Yeah, isn't yeah, yeah it was Sam Decker? Yeah, they were on the same um, team, but. The fact that he he averaged goes like, from that Frank the Tank. I I bro I hate to it averaging it. four points a game. I remember six rebounds. I went to one game. No, that's not his actual stats. When my mom had season tickets, Frank was like the bane of my existence. Every time he got the ball, he did some stupid shit with it. I hated Cody Zeller. I like Cody because at least Cody hustles. No, the Frank would do like euro is, steps. No, he's the problem six I have foot with, twelve. The reason why I hate Cody is because Cody at every game I went 12? to fell like 17 <laughs> times. I'm like, get your ass on your feet. Let's go. Let's go. He always fallen. It's because he hustled. Yeah. No, nah, because he's white and unathletic. We need a brother down there. Hey, hey at least he's the best Zeller Sign brother. Sign Michael. <laughs> he's he back be- on the court. He, at least we had the best Zeller brother. Other than Miles Turner, who do you think they could get? Bradley Beal. No, we're going for size here. We we don't need guards. We don't need another guard. We need size. I don't know. Dwight I Howard, think so. bring Dwight back. <laughs> no. Actually, bro, hold the phone. <laughs> hey, I want y'all to know, and this I'm dead serious when I say this, and I'm sorry that I'm being loud, but it's okay. Dwight Howard with the Hornets was under freaking no, he was good rated. Bro, my man Dwight would go for like 20 and 10 a night. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, he's so washed. He's so washed. And two blocks. And two blocks, if not more. Hey, Dwight was a freak. I miss Prime Dwight. Bro, I miss Prime Dwight too. He's Super on the magic. Man. You know who we need to get? Boogie. Boogie Cousins. Hey, the Bucks cut him. We could get Boogie. Let's get Boogie, bro. Bro, I'm letting y'all know. So you, Steve Largent, you're you're I know, like I know you like you, Boogie Cousins. How you feel about Boogie Steve Largent Buzzins. is how I feel about Boogie Buzzing Cousins. Let's hey, hey, freaking go. You can just put Buzzing. I will on the let back. you know that if we sign Boogie Cousins, first jersey I buy, first one. I'm going to be the first one in line. I'll wait like it's a GameStop 10 years ago night. Yeah, he'll be camping. I'll be camping. Right. He's going to be camping outside the I, cat's the I cat prom- station. I promise you, if we – let's. I'll camp for three days if Bro, I got to. Me and Connor are going to walk downtown. You're sharing a tent with the guy at the cat station. Yeah. No. <laughs> if we if, – if I swear to God, if Boogie Cousins comes to Carolina and we're standing – we're going to go watch the first game – I'll get, and I have, court, I'll get courtside. And, and I have Lomelo Ball. I have a Lomelo Ball jersey <laughs> sitting. And we buy good tickets. We'll buy I'll good wear tickets. my Kemba jersey. And I'm sitting next to you in a Boogie Cousins Hornets jersey. I might lose my mind. Boogie Cousins. Hey, can somebody DM him, DM yeah, him on you. the I, I Can't Deal you. With His Podcast I'll, page. I'll, I'll do it right now. Say, ask him how much we got to pay him to come on the podcast, to come to our house, to come on the podcast. Bro, we need a bigger room. Yeah, he's a big dude. Gonna he need, hit his head on the chandelier. We're going to need more money. 
I give you we'll a cookout up. tray. <laughs> I give you a cookout tray. And a hundred dollars. He, he could just do Zoom link. Just do Zoom link. We'll, we'll Zoom him. Yeah, we'll give him a Zoom link. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying for his flight all the way out here. I'll pay for his flight. Shit, man, Boogie Cousins. Man, Boogie Bro, Cousins. You don't even follow him on the podcast page. Po- follow him now. Follow him now. <laughs> three. How million. many? How many he's followers he got? He's got three million. I'm sure he'll see this. We just need to get verified and then you see it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. All right, so let's talk about let's what other things we're talking about here. Are the Lakers done? Yeah, we've already talked about yeah, most of it. Done. Um, who do you think is going to win? So on the p- podcast Instagram page, we are having an NBA Olympics um, right now. The point guards are happening right now. Who do we have winning? I think Magic. Ste- I think Steph's going to win it. You think Steph's going to win it? I got Magic. I got Magic too. I think Larry might give us a run for his money, but. Ooh. Isn't Larry Bird in this thing? Point no. guard, oh. bro. Then, he uh, is a small forward. Then who's who was the other person who got the first round by? Isaiah Thomas. Ah, uh, my bad. Isaiah Thomas. I, Isaiah, Pistons Isaiah bro, Thomas. He's not going to win that. No. These I, kids that follow us aren't going to know yeah, who he is. I think Steph could win it, but I think Magic. I think I, it's going to come down to them, too. Yeah. Probably Steph and Magic. Or Oscar Robinson maybe might sneak in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because he is on the East Coast, so. They, we might see him. Isaiah Thomas is currently beating Kyrie. Derrick Rose is beating Walt Frazier. That's crumb. That's criminal. Oscar Robinson's beating Penny Hardaway. I voted for Walt Frazier. Jason Kidd's beating Tim Hardaway. Magic is crushing Russell. Chris Paul is currently losing to Steve Nash. I want you to know that one was wild. Steph to Tony is. Steve, I, I, that one actually conflicted me. Because if you go Clippers Chris Paul versus son Steve Nash... Stun Steve Nash. He has two MVPs. Chris Paul, though, arguably the point guard. other than Steph and Russell Westbrook at that time, was the third best point guard in the league at that point. But I think that also he was hindered because he had Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook who were going for 30-10-10, and 10, and uh, Steph was going for like 32-5-5. Five and five. I always said the Warriors team ruined Chris Paul's championship run. Yeah. For sure. Like, the Warriors coming out of nowhere. Like, not out of nowhere. They drafted all those guys. But it's like, Lob City was it. There was, like, not another team in the West competing with them. They were just destroying people. Other than, like, the Spurs. And then the Warriors came out of nowhere and just said, your era is not going to exist. Yeah. That's like, and I really like the Chris Blake Griffin. Yeah. He's not dead. His knees are. Him and Boogie were, like, the ones to me that just like fell off a cliff, like I mean Blake is still competing with good team though. I mean yes, he's not the boogie, but yeah. I don't know. I he's hate it. Not the boogie, dude. I, I hate it. Didn't boogie like tear both ACLs dude. and then like then he like fought someone. Dog, one time in two K, <laughs> I was a pow- me and I was a center and boogie was a center. Oh yeah, I remember this. And dude, me and boogie used to be the fucking dynamic duo. I would go for like 30, 10, and 10. Boogie would go for about 25 a night. We called ourselves the Twin Towers, you know. Like or that's first. what I called us, the ten, Twin Towers. Tim Duncan well, and the Admiral. Which tower fell first, you or Boogie? Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> this is well, actually, I fell first because after my contract was up, which was only two years, I signed with the Hornets. So. Hmm. 
bring us a championship. I brought us a championship. I, would I cry. was the big man that we needed. I would cry. Sign, ja- sign, sign Jacob, Jacob Miller. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't even have to trade anybody. Yeah. They bring you in. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking to be poached from the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, it's been real. It's been real. No, I enough. greatly appreciate you listening. Um, hopefully, next week we'll have the MLB some hey, some information. Hey, maybe next week we'll have. Carmen Tarskowski on or Boogie, or Boogie Cousins. Cousins so you never know hey Wild while card. we're at it let's let's try to get Steve Largent on the show <laughs> let's do that DM I'll DM us. Steve Largent ask him bro I'll, see I if he has a cameo this you're, you're this pay is, him like ten dollars you're like, listening to, you're listening to talk about Patrick Mahomes <laughs> you're, you're you're listening to Steve Largent and this is the I can't deal with you podcast bro, something like that what if we paid him to be our intro for every episode. That'd be wild. Be like, hey, this is Steve Largent. I'd like to welcome you guys to I Can't Deal With This Podcast, hosted by Jacob Miller, Avery Foster, and Connor Peck. My biggest fan. <laughs> My biggest fan, Connor Peck. <laughs> wild card. And then it's when we take over. If we get him to say wild, <laughs> if we get him to say, he's probably a, a Christian godly man, but if we get him to say wild card, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Connor's just gonna <laughs> die. Like, I've peaked. I've yeah. peaked. It's all downhill from there. All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you guys next <laughs> all week. All right. Y'all have a good week. Later. <laughs>